guys, it's Kiki and I'm here to review season six of Ohm's Ready to Love, The Reunion Part One. Let's get into it if we're gonna get into it because I heard a lot of people were acting up and y'all were really waiting on me to do this. So here we go, let's go. Okay, so the reunion starts, may I just say, everyone looks very, very good. Dakia looks like a goddess. Um, Clifton looks good. Ace looks great. Everybody looks good. I don't know what the fuck Laverne and Shirley is wearing, looking like the Peanuts gang or the little rascals. Why? Um, Tommy has on a very nice, I think it's like a cranberry suit, but yes, everybody looks great. Tommy introduces everyone, um, and he says that this cast has been itching to talk, judging by what they've been posting on social media. So the first segment is about how sexual and flirtatious and horny everybody on this cast was and how many sexual innuendos were flying around i think even jamar had said it like this cast <laughs> when him and ashley reviewed one of the episodes these people were horny okay we get packages uh tori you know he wanted to smash kidneys wiley in a never before seen telling ace that he's well endowed Wally, Wally, Wally. <laughs> Speaking of Precious and her deep voice, ma'am, this wig? No, ma'am. Now, I have been giving you and your side part all the grace because everybody was dragging you, but ma'am, this wig with this bang and this cinnamon? No, ma'am. Um, but yeah, Wiley said he had a big dig, honey, and I, I, I believe it, Wiley. Carmen is asked why she thought that everybody was flirting and she was like oh you know everybody was flirting and very sexy with each other because there was a lot of chemistry. Tommy asked Tori you know so what's up with this kidney thing and Tori's like man Tommy you know when you when you hitting that spot and you making her leg shake and Tommy was like no. <laughs> Tommy's like uh no bruh. Next Tommy talks about um the new thing they did this season which i actually liked which was introducing 14 singles and then having more singles sprinkle in on the blind date so we get a montage of the people who came in later on the season um cousin cornbread tina christina you know carmen uh donovan there was another one who came late oh chef eric ciao so um, Cousin Cornbread was the first blind date and he said it was exciting. He was happy to be there. I'm really surprised him and Ace didn't hit it off. That's weird to me. Um, Tina Christina said that, you know, going on the blind dates was fun at first, but it became very tedious and emotionally and mentally taxing. Um, Eric said he had a really good time on his first date with Dakia, but um, he had fun then. But we know what happened after that. Tommy's just like, oh, there's a lot of tension between the both of y'all. And duh, Tommy. <laughs> Sabrina says that although she did like it, she was overwhelmed. Did y'all peep? Demetrius is sitting next to her and he is just checked out. Like he's being very like sitting up straight, not laughing at any of the jokes, just staring off, off camera, off stage. I'm just like, all right. Paul, because he thinks that everything that comes out of his mouth is so full of wisdom, he was like, well, it didn't matter how many blind dates or how many people were added. Every time I met a woman, it was a blind date. Everybody's like, oh, that was a good answer, Paul. I'm just like, Paul, Paul gonna get his camera time and say shit. If, if this one thing he gonna do is gonna talk your motherfucking ear off and not make any goddamn sense. Moving on. So they're doing that thing where they put half of the cast on the stage and then half in the background 
I still hate that they do this, but it's whatever. I think we have Carmen, Laverne, Tori, and Joy on one couch. And then on the other, we have Sabrina, Demetrius, Clifton, whoever. I think Wiley was even out there for whatever reason. But we're talking about Truth or Dare at the Beach House. Um, the scene I kept talking about that was deleted was Wiley slow dancing on Tina. Wiley was really out here in love with Tina Christina. Um, they talk about Sabrina nibbling on Demetrius's ear. We go back on set. So Tommy's like, Sabrina, you know, what was going on? Sabrina says that her problem with the whole truth or dare was that people were assuming too much. She said that prior to truth or dare, her and Demetrius had a conversation about matching energies and he was going to do stuff and reciprocate and he expected her to do the same. So that's where her head was with choosing him over Tori. Sabrina also says that Joy instigated, which is exactly what I said (laughs) when the episode aired. I was like, yeah, Joy's messy and she instigated by saying, go ahead, go and get Tori. But um, yeah, Joy does not like being called out. And Joy is like, well, Sabrina, you kept saying in the last ladies lounge that Tori had emerged and that you were smitten. And Sabrina's like, no, I was saying that about Demetrius. So they go back and forth. And Sabrina once again reiterates, no, Joy, it was you and everybody else's assumption that made the situation a little bit worse. And I do agree with what Sabrina is saying. Had Joy not been egging it on so much, it wouldn't have led to a major embarrassment for Tori. Granted, y'all are out there drinking and having fun. Joy, you were the loudest one when Sabrina got over there and nibbled on that man's ear. So Joy, strike one. Um, Tommy asked Tori what he thinks because he's tired of hearing Sabrina and Joy going back and forth. And Tori says, yeah, he was definitely shocked. Okay, Tori. Tori is going to victim himself into this. But when we have to answer for what he did to Precious, I'm going to get on his ass. Demetrius says he didn't really have a problem with it because he was confident. He says that Sabrina was his top and then Joy. Really, Demetrius? Hmm. Okay. Um, Basically, Sabrina was like, you know, it it wasn't that big of a deal. You know, Demetrius never smiles. He never does anything. So it, it was what it was. Laverne, again, who has to make everything about himself, says that, Tommy, now do you see that it was not my fault because everybody was trying to blame it on me? And everybody starts laughing. Next segment. So we're discussing um, Carmen and Donovan. Prior to them getting to the stage, why is Tina Christina going around telling people <laughs> that she blocked them on social media? It was, who is it? Was it Kina who was eating something? She's like, hey, before you even say it, um, I just wanted to let you know that I did block you on social media. I know you probably saw it, but um, yeah, I just needed to have a moment and I, I was disengaging. And Kina's looking at her like, uh, okay. Tina, Christina, you are giving me delusional, but let's get back to the main stage. <laughs> Carmen and Donovan were talking about their relationship and their package and blah, blah, blah. Um, after the video package, Tommy is asking them questions. You know, what does Carmen like about Donovan? Basically that she makes him laugh. Um, they communicate very well. She wants, Tommy asked her, you know, what was going on? at the getaway because you had many other suitors. She said that she was interested in Paul, but he was acting a little weird at the getaway. Tommy asked Paul about that. And he was like, he had unresolved feelings for other people. 
and um, it was a lot going on, but he had no regrets. He thinks that people ended up where they needed to end up. I agree, Paul. That's why your ass ended up alone. Um, Tommy asked Donovan how he knew that Carmen was the one. Child, please. Donovan says it was the weekend of the getaway and Tina Christina not coming opened up his eyes. And then, you know, he's low-key shading Sabrina. I forgot specifically what he said, but he was like, and other people were doing other things. Donovan and his tiny little nose ring are so pressed about Sabrina. It's it's borderline stalkerish, but we're going to get into that later. Moving on. So the next segment discusses love triangles. We talk about Takia, Eric, and Carmen, about how Takia and Eric hit it off immediately and how Carmen was coming through the pack like a fucking wolf in the night. <laughs> Tommy asked Takia to recount what happens. Now, if you guys remember, I told you guys what she posted on social media, which was that they were out. They were taking a picture with some of the other guys. She made the comment about it being like a prom pose and Takia. Eric reached and touched her breasts. Okay. He touched her inappropriately. She still does not fully say that while they're on the reunion stage, but since we know that, that's what happened. Eric says he's apologizing. You know, he shouldn't have done that around other people. Tommy asked if there was a miscommunication or if he misread the situation. Tommy, I get why you're asking that, but I also don't get why you're asking that. I, I don't I don't understand how this is a question about body autonomy. I, I just don't understand. Um, but Eric... In his attempt to throw some dirt on Takia, he was like, well, yeah, we were talking every day. We were kissing off camera. We were ready to be a couple. So that gives you the right to just grab someone's breast? Unwarranted? Stop it. Um, Dakia does think he misread the situation, but there was still, you know, an ounce of disrespect going on. So he says he apologizes. Tommy asks if she accepts it. And she was like, yeah, but I would have wanted the apology a lot sooner. Eric has a problem with this. Eric, why do you have shades on inside? You think you're that nigga, don't you? Eric, I'm so fucking disappointed in you. I really liked when you came on, but now you are proving why you are fucking single because you're a fuckboy. Um, she says that it was an embarrassing situation, but she was hurt by the aftermath and how people were trying to discredit you know, her reputation and he was like, how was I trying to do that? And she was like, well, you were posting things on social media and the people who were left your friends had a lot to say about that. So Eric gets upset that she's bringing other people into it, but she is stating a case. She's not trying to get other people into it. So he starts cursing at her like, what the fuck? Like, you're making me fucking mad now. Like, this is bullshit. Joy is sitting next to him and Joy is laughing. Joy, what the fuck is so funny? I I, I, I I fail to see what is funny. You got to watch women like Joy. That's all I'm going to say at this point. Clifton was not laughing. No one on the stage was laughing. But Joy just thought it was so hilarious that Eric continued to disrespect Dakia on stage and that he disrespected her when he grabbed her breast. Joy, I'm looking at you fucking sideways, bitch. We'll see who's laughing in a couple months when Clifton fucks your sister. But um, anyway... Zakia reiterates she thought the apology should have became sooner and he's like but you weren't even that mad when it happened and she's like no I slapped you in the chest didn't I slap you in the chest when that happened and Paul was like yeah you did so now that Paul is sticking up for Dakia and 
confirming what actually happened, Eric is getting more upset and feeling defeated. Sir, you made a mistake and you should not have touched her to begin with. That's point one. Dakia did nothing wrong. Tommy is like, well, we're just going to just leave it at that, that it was a situation where you disrespected her. You apologize. Dakia, do you accept it? Like, I don't really like that. Like, stop trying to force her to accept the applause. She doesn't have to accept anything. He violated her. What, 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 what's not clicking? And I love that Dakia's like, listen, I don't think Eric's a bad guy. He even said at the beginning of his apology, I don't think Dakia is a bad person. So what is the problem, Eric? Why can't you just stand in the fact that you were wrong? Anyway, that's how the segment ends. Um, Dakia still feels the type of way. Eric feels the type of way. Even the people backstage watching it are really on Dakia's side because Eric just starts cursing. And when the segment ends, Joy puts her head in his neck and is like, oh, come here and is comforting him. Clifton, are you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed because Joy is acting like a stage five pick me? But you know what, Joy? I, I I'll just have to keep reiterating it. Women, you gotta watch women like Joy. You gotta watch, okay? I, I would hate for Joy's sister or for Joy herself or any other woman in her life to be violated in any type of way and to have her family or her friends or her whoever have Clifton chuckle it up and laugh at her pain in her face. You're fucking trash. Next. So we're talking about Cabrina. Sabrina being the queen of hearts and Sabrina having options. I don't care what y'all say. TV wise or not, viewer wise or not, Sabrina had options and you motherfuckers could not handle it. Motherfuckers being men, motherfuckers being jealous women on the cast and off the cast, like, and even Tommy having a problem with it. Sabrina had options, y'all. Men do it every season, but when a woman does it, it's a problem. But anyway, Tommy goes over Sabrina's package video montage and asks her, you know, what was it like having multiple suitors? She says it was a transition for her. Okay, he asks her, you know, what was it about Donovan? Because y'all both are, you know, ex-married people. What was it about him that made you think he was not ready for the process? And she says that she personally thought that Donovan cared more about ranking. I absolutely agree. Donovan and his two-inch nose ring came in late into the process. Probably feel like he had a lot of catching up to do. You know, the women were stroking his ego. Tina, Christina, Precious, all of them. Thought he was so cute and so fine. So, yeah. And he was giving stale white bread. Wonder bread at that. So, yeah. He was more concerned about ranking. Um, Sabrina calls him out for, you know, pursuing her. But telling her that he wanted to pursue Joy. He's like, oh, when did I say that? When did I have that conversation? Dakia and both Precious chime in at the same time. Like, you told us both that. And he's like, oh, calm down, Golden Girls. So Joy is in the back getting her life at him calling them the Golden Girls. Joy, I'm gonna need you to pipe the fuck down, bitch. I'm gonna need you to pipe all the way down and keep that motherfucking same energy when we're all on the stage together because I doubt she would have acted like that if Precious was sitting next to her backstage. Speaking of Precious and her bangs, baby, she was ready for Donovan's ass. She was ready to chew him up and spit him the fuck out. She was like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Ain't no golden girls over here. Stop it. You're played out. (laughs) 
Precious was ready for his ass. Precious, who the fuck wants war? And Donovan, you are played out with the long top and the shaved side, sir. You are not 27. Please stop. Donovan really thinks he's the shit. And it's... mm, I see why he and Joy were attracted to each other. Um, Tommy can't take Precious reading the fuck out of Donovan. So he's like, let's move on to Tori. Tori, how are you feeling? Tori says his feelings were hurt. He came here for love. Blah, blah, blah. Woot, woot, woot. Tommy, nobody, Tommy, Tori, nobody told you to put all your eggs in Sabrina's basket. Like, and like Sabrina keeps reiterating, much like Demetrius does, they were each other's number one this whole time. So like, Tori, cry me a river. Um, Demetrius has asked how he felt about Sabrina not wanting to meet his family. And he was like, it stung because family is really important to him. Sabrina feels like they were on a rocky situation and that a situation happened where he found out some information. He went and had a discussion about it with his mama, then wanted Sabrina to go and meet his mama. Demetrius. See, that's what some of y'all be doing when y'all be telling us about your boyfriends and how they ain't shit. But then y'all stay with the niggas. Yeah, Demetrius was doing that with his mama. Like, yeah, this girl probably a hoe and she doing all this other shit. But I want you to meet her. Demetrius, cut it the fuck out. Um, Tommy is asking Sabrina, you know, what information did Demetrius learn? And she tells him that Donovan told Demetrius that um, he and Sabrina had kissed off camera. (sighs) Donovan, if I didn't think you were enough already bitch made this this certified it this certified how fucking bitch made and how bruised your ego was he felt the need to tell demetrius who was putting forth zero fucking effort needed to know that sabrina and him had kissed off camera weeks ago like sabrina said donovan's messy ass was waiting on sitting on that information to spill a tea these niggas oh my gosh these niggas are motherfucking messy um Demetrius was like yeah it stung but he's glad that Donovan told him you see how these niggas will do you see how these niggas will do no Demetrius you dummy Donovan told you that because his feelings were hurt that he wasn't the number one pick anymore he couldn't take Sabrina having options much like Tori couldn't take it and you fell for the motherfucking trap just like Sabrina said she was like well his plan worked because you know we fell apart right after that so Tommy asked Sabrina if she had any regrets, <laughs> no regrets, and she says that uh, she should have told Demetrius and that she regrets kissing Donovan, and Donovan's like, we finally agree on something, and she was like, yeah, because the kiss was good, but it was not worth all the trouble. Joy's in the back agreeing. Joy, Demetrius, I, ugh. Mm-mm. y'all see the people who were attracted to each other off camera they all ain't shit demetrius wanted joy donovan wanted joy and joy only wanted clifton who has been showing no emotion this entire time while joy is acting up side note demetrius talking about well it would have made a difference if sabrina told him no because your ego would have been bruised too so cut that fucking shit out I also think that it's very interesting that the editors of this reunion are showing this side of Joy. Yeah, I have a feeling production doesn't really care for her either. Whew, Joy, mm. I'm really disappointed in you. I'm really disappointed that you turned out to be such a fucking pick-me. Worse than Naya from a couple seasons ago. You are a pick-me-sha, honey. Mm clown just a fucking clown final segment revolves around laverne and shirley 
<laughs> his package of how all the ladies, you know, they were feeling Shirley at once and then his demeanor and character changed and him cursing Sabrina out about his elimination. And I'm so glad we got Ace's reaction to him saying, you know, he didn't really care about staying for her. It was just going to be him and his dog, Scooby. Ace, after the video package is over, is like, ooh, the truth comes out. Tommy asks Laverne, you know, what was up with your time on the show? He says that people didn't take the time to get to know him. You know, confidence versus cocky. He's not saying that other people aren't confident. He's not being cocky. He's just the dopest person in the room. You're also the shortest person in the room. Uh, Tommy asks Ace if she left to go pursue Shirley. She says that no, she left on her own. Um, although they didn't connect after she left the show because they wanted different things. And she feels like he couldn't give her a substantial relationship. So she blocked his ass on social media. Okay, Periana. Um, and plus, Ace is dating Shy Tyrone from last season. So I think they're so cute and soft-spoken together. Help him get over that little PTSD stuff. So we get down to the elimination with Shirley and Sabrina where he says... Y'all, this whole thing is so childish, and he said, she said, but try to follow me. I feel like that meme of that guy from um, It's Always Sunny, where he got the chalkboard. <laughs> Y'all know that gif I'm talking about? Basically, here's what happened, okay? Laverne was told by Ace, by Precious, okay, that Carmen, Tina, and Sabrina were plotting to break them up and to get Laverne off the show, okay? He says that, yeah, Ace told him that. Apparently, he got the message wrong. He apologized to Sabrina right after they had that big blow up. Precious says, no, that's not what happened. She told Ace, basically, that Carmen was plotting with Sabrina and Tina to send Laverne home. Tina did not answer the phone. <laughs> Which has to be true. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Tina was completely disconnected. When Carmen approached Sabrina about the plot to get Laverne out, Sabrina was like, no, I'm not on that. I'm just going to just leave it that I do not have a romantic connection with Laverne, which Sabrina was saying till the very end. She was even trying to tell his ass that, but he was just so closed off and his mind was already made up. He didn't want to hear her. So that is what happened. Laverne is saying no. Laverne said that Sabrina, no, Laverne said that he heard that Sabrina told Precious, see, this is where I got confused. Shirley told Sabrina, okay, this is basically what it was. At the elimination, Laverne <laughs> told Sabrina that Precious said that Sabrina was the main one plotting against him, which is what he was screaming at the elimination. Uh, Precious is like, no, I never said that. There was a three-way phone call where you tried to confront me for saying that and that you believe that's what happened because you called me and Ace on the phone and Precious said that she started screaming at Ace because that was not true. So just to reiterate, let's go back down the messy tree because this is what the truth looks like. Carmen wanted to get a plot together with Tina Christina and Sabrina to get Laverne out. Sabrina was not down with that and Tina Christina did not answer the phone that is what happened okay so when Laverne got all upset at Sabrina and was saying Precious told me you did this Laverne was saying Precious told me Sabrina that you were in on the plot to take me out and Sabrina was denying that because that is what happened <sighs> again 
Precious and her bangs are ready to read the fuck out of Laverne and Shirley. And they go back and forth. And that is where part one ends. Next week looks good. We finally gonna get Joy versus Dakia and Clifton, my nigga. If you are pretending to propose, I will turn that shit off and I will not review the rest of the episode. Okay, I'm done. Um, but yeah, guys, the reunion was better than the entire season. Okay, we got to the nitty gritty. We got Donovan's messy ass out the way. Um, it looks like Demetrius and Precious are going to get into it. And Precious, honey, I hope you rip Demetrius's ass apart. What does Lucy Lou say in um, Kill Bill? Tear that bitch apart. And I mean bitch because she is calling Demetrius all types of bitches. And Demetrius is going to talk about, are you high? Precious, tear his ass apart, bitch all of it okay y'all thank you so much for listening thank you guys for being so patient with me putting the review out listen i said i have to be out and live my life honey okay (laughs) we outside i can be found at k-d-a-s-h-d-i-o-r on instagram and the twitter and i will see y'all next week for part two of the reunion okay bye